Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and with me, as always, is confirmed for having sex with Pokemon. We have digital photo evidence, Sam Grezis. What? I. I. Where? Where is the digital photo evidence? <laughs> oh. To all listeners, please, you know we mention our friend Ray Rayberg a lot, but he recently took some photos out on a Pokemon Go excursion of Sam, and in one of these photos, a uh, Celebi is located in a very peculiar spot I thought that in the he, frame. He said that, that was just for... It's just confirmed. He said that that photo would never see the light of day. I've been lied to! How dare he? Sam, I'm sorry. We all knew it was eventually going to come out that you and Pokemon copulated. But I, I was honestly expecting it to be Pikachu. I wasn't expecting Celebi. I'll, I'll be honest with that. Well, at least now at least now that my big secret's out, I can, I can live free of, of the threat of blackmail or, or anything and just live my truth. That, that that one time uh, a Celebi was in my crotch. It was wonderful. I do heartily recommend everyone look it up. Anyway, this episode is going to be a little bit different because it's the off-season and we're stretched for really bad no-content kind of thing. So we figured we'd do something a little bit different. And I was talking to a friend of mine who also has a podcast, and we decided... We would get together and do a joint crossover episode. So, you know, those things on TV that never really go quite as good as you think they're going to be. That's what we're doing today. We're doing a crossover episode. So I would like to introduce Austin Bridges. What is this, a crossover episode? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yes, Hi, it is. Um, I'm Austin Bridges. I'm glad to be here today. I it, Obviously, the, here the thing is, Austin, as far as I know, doesn't know basically anything about football, correct? I, I know about football in the broad sense of the term and what it is. Um, I've done I've done some fantasy leagues. I've you know watched some teams. I'm from Seattle, so uh, there's a team that I, I won't mention the name of it, but there is a Seattle some football team that I do support. Okay, that's fair. And what is your podcast about? Because that is really okay. the subject here. So um, I do a podcast with two other friends of mine uh, called Saturday Morning Tuesdays, and uh, we're a weekly podcast where we look at cartoons of yesteryear and we talk about them in ways that they were really never meant to be discussed. Um, you know, we, we go pretty in depth on them. I think, you know, it's a mix of, of pretty garbage shows and really good shows that still hold up. Um, we've looked at like some bizarre stuff. We've looked at... Uh, an old 80s show called Beverly Hills Teens. Uh, we looked at, uh, God, I mean, we're, we're watching Digimon. We've watched Sailor Moon. We've watched uh, Life with Louie, X-Men. God, just a ton of stuff that uh, varying levels of popularity, and we're, we try to vary it up, and we try to just, just uh, you know, have fun. Have fun and talk about these shows. Uh, it's... It's fun. It's fun, honestly. I want to um, ask, out of all this, like, rediscovering of old media, what was overlooked and what did not hold up? Um, God. Um, <laughs> so we're watching Cyber Six right now is one of our ongoing shows. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. Six it's called like... Cyber. They made a show called Cyber Six? 
that that well technically it's based on the south american comic books of the same name okay uh they made it was like a, a weirdly violent comic book and then they for some reason made it as a kid show called cyber and six which is one vowel away called from... cyber six sure yeah but this is the number uh-huh uh si s-i-x um <laughs> but it's about this like uh like it's like a genderqueer carmen san diego vigilante in pleather who runs around at night uh fighting nazis I am, sounds amazing. I, I am so fucking on board. You have no idea. Okay. Yeah, and she has a she has a cybernetic panther. <laughs> Jesus fucking her sidekick. Christ. Okay. Yeah, her 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 arch nemesis is like a boys from Brazil Hitler youth kid in like South America. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. What does the six uh, come from? You know that's her name. Her name oh, is Cyber Six. Her, okay, that's, that's just her name. A, yeah, the Panther's name is Data Seven. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> is is there like a Matrix Five? An internet I, Nine. I, I wish, I wish we haven't gotten a Matrix Five yet. Uh, but there's a very, it's a 1999 cartoon and it feels very much 1999. Uh, it's very deep in that like Matrix leather era, uh, the Blade era, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh. Um, <laughs> But that was that was I think that deserves a little more minus some like weird racism that happens that we talk about mm-hmm. in the episode. But, uh, you know, and then there are some that just they don't hold up. But, yeah, you can check us out on SaturnTuesdays.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on all the places Saturday morning, Tuesdays. Uh, and uh, we've got a whole summer of specials coming up. But, you know, I think we've got something else today that's. That is. We're all pretty excited about But it. before yes, we, we get to that, there's one thing I have to ask, because I ask this on every new guest we have, and I don't sure. know how applicable it will be to you, because you're not a regular football watcher, but I still have to ask it. Where were you when you saw Janet Jackson's boob? Um, I was not watching the Super Bowl, mm. so I don't know if I did see it. You never saw it, like, the next day on... Uh, online anything like that um i I mean i saw the the the, everything around it (laughs) (laughs) as in around the event you saw you did see you did also see everything around the well whatever wasn't covered by um you know gold jewelry silver jewelry yeah okay with that out of the way i would like to get to the meat and potatoes of this episode so we asked austin on because he is very familiar with weird saturday morning media and we're football nerds here so our crossover is going to be about something that a lot of people probably don't even know existed or straight up forgot about rightfully and that is a cartoon that ran kind of early 20 aughts or no 20 what 20 teens like 2011 yeah it's like whatever this current decade is the teens Mm -hmm. the 20 teens Early this early this decade, there was an NFL created NFL sponsored Saturday morning cartoon show called the NFL Rush Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd never heard of this. I would wager so of I was most people haven't because this was something that even as a diehard fan at the time, I was tangentially aware of. I I understood it existed because I saw an article or something once that referenced how creepy some of the little mascot people were. And that was basically 
all I knew about it. Obviously, I am not the target audience for this show. None of us are the target audience for this show. This was designed for kids during the era of rapid NFL expansion where they were trying to put their fingers into basically everything and they're just like hey we're gonna go to london hey we're gonna go to this hey we're gonna start a cartoon show because we're trying to be literally everywhere and then ray rice happened and they've been in backpedal ever since so but get those kids young get get them young we should we should really go over just before we get into because we've watched i know i watched the first five episodes of season one and then the first episode of season two um so before we get into the nitty gritty, I feel like we should give a very brief and kind of just to give people a jumping off point, maybe like a synopsis of what this is about. So so in short, NFL Rush Zone is a show about um, this one kid and his buddies uh, who are protecting the world from evil using the power of football and if that sounds yeah. like if it that, sounds that's like that's the I'm, elevator pitch right there yeah yeah it's that's really it it's uh yeah so there are different villains in every season they're usually some form of robot for like i don't know why um well they're heavy on robots yeah. you can it's the you can beat up robots it's the cool violence it's that's also true. It's, it's the thing that, like, Samurai Jack made all the bad guys robots because you could get away with being more violent to robots. That's very you true. Can, right. You, you can, can rip robots in half and create giant gaping wounds in robots because robots don't bleed, that kind right. of thing. So I, I assume that's why they're all robots. Um, I would like to mention that the first season is very different from the second two seasons. The first season, <laughs> yep. I think, started as, like, a web series. Uh, that, That's my there's thought. not a lot of information on the history of this show because, honestly, why would there be? This is corporate product 100%. There was no passion in this whatsoever. But the first season no. is essentially 22 episodes, and only one of those episodes, the last episode of the season apparently, is longer than five minutes. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, short, barely above Newgrounds quality animation bits. It's... They're like insurance commercials. Yeah, yeah, basically. that's actually a really good way to put it. It's it's very much that those early insurance animated commercials. Yeah, it's like done with Flash or, you know. It's very Flash. It's done. Yeah. And I got to say these first episodes, I could have watched a lot more of this first season. I got um <laughs> 7 yeah. episodes in. I went back. I watched the first two episodes last night and then i came back from work today and i had a little bit of time i just figured i'd watch a little bit more and i just started watching because they're like two or three minutes long and i just yeah, i you can pop I, I got about to episode 10 before i had to do other things and it's yeah it's bad so so it's so bad let's start from the let's start from the top uh season one episode one you meet the main character whose name is ishmael and there's this everyone calls like, him ish yeah everyone calls him ish because you don't don't call him ishmael that moby dick joke for yeah, children he's, they're missing a huge moby dick opening. yeah mm. um and it's pretty dickish <laughs> he's a big chargers <laughs> fan and he's playing so like one of like the five or six at the time and yeah, honestly yeah, that's right this it's before... kind of hilarious in retrospect considering that there's numerous references to san diego in yep. all the episodes I watched, again, just hasn't aged well, even Ooh. though it didn't 
start good. <laughs> right, right. Sure. Um, so he's playing Tecmo Bowl, and he's about to, yeah. like, win the Tecmo Bowl Super Bowl with the Chargers, and then his... Play Tendo, which is like fucking just well, you better not mess with my Play Tendo. Well, fucking hell, stupid. <laughs> uh, it gets hacked by it gets hacked by a dude who looks like Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. Yeah, he gets last starfighter. Yeah, yeah, by, like a man in a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The dictionary definition of people to stay away from. He is, but yeah, he's a dude in a long brown trench coat, bearded, older, and with like like fedora hat. Yeah, this dude is pervert one hundred and one. Really? Yeah, he, yeah. It sets off a lot of flags. Yes, um, and he tells pretty much he tells Ishmael that he's the chosen one. He's got to go to the Chargers game this Sunday and learn more. Um, and the more I'm thinking about this, the next thing that happens is he goes to the Chargers game and follows a hot dog man and is told to follow the hot dog vendor to outside okay, of a bathroom. Okay, but the way he's told, the way he's told to do that oh, yeah, is, yeah. is, okay, <laughs> first of all, the strange little goblin, this little hot dog goblin yeah. who only has a head and, and limbs. Uh, yeah, the, the hot dog. Uh, the hot dog him. vendor has limbs growing out of his head. He's is. he's he's like the size yeah. of a child, um, mm-hmm. and he's just a head with like arms coming out where the ears should be, yep. and legs just coming out of his chin. Yeah, and, and, he and wears he's aggressively shorts. giving a child a hot dog. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not great. It's not a good. Look. And then the, all the banners on the wall, uh, all of the like the marquees or whatever in the stadium all changed to say, you know, it's beginning follow the hot dog man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh if God. they're trying to be covert about this, they're failing. Horribly. Like it, it's really hard to tell if it's, it's like a, they live situation sort of thing where only right. ish is able to see what's happening. Cause the guy, the pervert comes up on the jumbotron as he's sitting in the stands and just directly starts talking to Ish directly mm-hmm. from the jumbotron, so yeah. obviously the implication is like, um, okay, so only he can see this, right? What? Right. Yeah, it doesn't make sense as a way to do some sort of covert top secret secret society action. Mm-hmm. Um, is to have him go to the middle of like a hugely populated area, and you know, broadcast your message in front of everybody. I assume this is sort of a subliminal thing of, hey, kids, if you want to become a magical destiny hero, you should go to all of our football games. Yeah. And maybe... And follow random hot dog the vendors. The, oh, right. So here's here's another thing, and they get worse about this in season two. I don't want to go on much of a sidebar, but... So I think we should save season two first because it's a it's kind of a different beast. It is it is a completely different beast. That's that's true. Um, Fucking hell! This whole I I, there's so much to dissect about this, but I guess we really do have to give them the the synopsis first of these couple few episodes. Yeah, because we don't want them to watch it. (laughs) Uh, We don't. This is really bad. Like I can't describe the animation is abysmal it's it's really it's, bad it's it's new grounds remember when new grounds was cool mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how familiar with most of animation you guys are I, I i went to school for animation i made cartoons like that in college 
So I could like watch this thing happen and I'm being like, all right, so there's a couple frames in flash. Uh, all right. So they're just connecting that to that. Okay. I, I could see the production in my head and I was just picturing basically a guy in the basement of NFL network um, over time on the weekends getting paid to do this stupid little project and he was only doing it because it's a job. That's a- yeah. This is entirely what happens when all business people make a make creative decisions versus like any artist whatsoever having a There statement. is zero passion in this at all. Like nothing. Right. Almost every cartoon, even some of the, like the the cynical cartoons from like the 80s like Transformers or Street Sharks or stuff like that. There's there's something there where just like this is obviously it's meant talent. to sold you a product, but there's something behind it. At least some, there is some level of passion, even if it's minute. There's some level of passion. This is completely passionless. This is utterly committee. It's it's gross. Yeah, their entire theory must be: if they do it fast enough, you don't have time to think about how little sense it makes. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no setup. Everything just happens exceptionally fast mm-hmm. nor turner shows up right. in in the second episode and it's just like oh 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 it's Norv turner okay now we're going underground in <laughs> and and also there are 32 crests that we, we didn't talk about the crests yet we need let's, to talk about let's the just we'll, we'll get i think this get i there. think the first episode is basically just a quick little action adventure of ish meeting the weird san diego uh rusher dude who's like the head thing yeah, I, they're blit, called uh-huh. no bolt? bolt bolt and they're called rushers these these head limb things these these weird it monsters mm-hmm. but yeah he's like a he's like a yellow california raisin uh who is a goblin man and rides around on a lightning bolt surfboard and you know there's a problem with ish and you know i mean there's like ish you're the one okay we gotta go there's a robot on the field and it's halftime mm-hmm. and you gotta only you can defeat him i can only stun him but, why yeah i eh. Cause he's because he's good at Tecmo Bowl. Be, because because he's the chosen one. I, because he's I don't have a destiny. problem with that. That's the thing. I don't have a problem with that because it is. It's a kids show, right? Like it is. The, the this show is what you get. Like there is a lot of there is a lot of stuff that is directly cribbed from other better kids shows. They um, oh yeah, this is just Sailor Moon for football. Well, so kids. here's the thing. They they literally steal from one of the most successful sports anime of all time, iShield 21. It's about American football. They steal a lot of visual elements from that. Like they say you enter the rush zone and then you see like the path that you get to go through that you have to go through to like run and catch up with someone or something. Uh, And then um, in season two, they crib uh, the the watch thing from Ben Ten and Yokai Watch and a whole bunch of other. See, all I media. thought was Power Rangers, but again, yeah, Power I Rangers think too for we'll, sure. We'll get we'll get to that. Um, the second episode of the first season is two minutes long, and honestly, I think far more interesting because it's the backstory origin of yes. all this nonsense. Yes, and oh, it yes. goes off the rails it's, hardcore. It's Transformers. 
like yeah. basically one for one ripoff of Transformers. So the uh-huh. plot, it the backstory is there's a planet guarding like it's like the first planet or like the core uh, energy of like the universe or something like that. And made up of ugly brand logos. Made up of ugly brand logos. Jesus, it's um, really the planet bad. is <laughs> covered in these rushers, which are the Goblin Men. The Goblin Men all have, you know, their own team-centric designs. So, like, there's the Bears guy and there's the Bronco guy that looks kind of like a horse. They're all they're all the teams. They're all just like the head thing for the teams. And there is a Redskins one, but they did make some better decisions than I didn't, could be made. Yeah, I yes. didn't notice yes. that. Oh my god. Such a... so, they don't really show him a lot. Yeah, so the, like, the Cowboys one has like a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and the Skins one is just wearing a Skins helmet and you're like, okay, so they they know they can't put feathers yeah. on him at least. Yeah. But So I don't know much about the actual team mascots that exist. Are these like the same as no. them, so, or are they different? So here's, well, here's the thing. Here's When I started watching this, I was like, because they start with the Chargers, right? And the Chargers, don't they have a mascot that's like kind of like that now? Like, they um, don't have the Boltman anymore. That is done. Boltman retired. Boltman yeah. retired. I don't know if the Chargers have a mascot since they've moved. I'm pretty sure the Chargers didn't have an official mascot. Or they did, and it just wasn't. It was like a like a weird. I, I don't think this was anything official, but there was definitely. Did they lose it in the divorce? Yeah, I th- mm. probably. It's probably. It, it just got lost and went shipped off to a nice farm upstate kind of deal. But no, these are, these are not the mascots. Like the mascot for the Tennessee Titans is a raccoon for some reason. It's not this, which honestly would have been almost cooler because it's like a a warrior, which, you know, is like a Titan, not a raccoon, but Mm -hmm. no, these are just, these are just like weird representations of the team for the universe. And, these were made for like Burger King toys, yes, right? That's exactly that's, what that's they the are. other thing is I think they were trying to position this as like we're gonna sell these toys. Um or we're gonna sell this yeah. weird watch, or we're gonna sell these things that look like the flick beans or whatever. Those frig those things that you would flick at other guys. I can't remember what they were called. They were from like the mid the like late nineties, early two thousands. And did Roger Goodell like make a coked up phone call about Pokemon to somebody Jesus. and then this happened? It's possible, but I can definitely see like the old live action commercial of like the kid with like on like the set grabbing like these little toys in his hands and like rotating the arms of the dudes to like punch each other and tackle and like oh like it's right there in my head and I I can guarantee you that's exactly what the executives who created this show were thinking. Like, we're going to create a popular little cartoon show, and we're going to be able to sell 32 different figurines. One for, get your favorite team's figurine, and have a blast. Dave, if you added arms and legs to your little football head logo, uh, you're pretty much in Russia territory right there. I I should genuinely do that. Please don't. Please don't do that. I didn't even think, I should genuinely do that. Um, maybe maybe on my lunch break tomorrow because that is horrifyingly good idea. 
so the, the job... <laughs> so let's get back to the backstory for a sec. Yeah, the job of the rushers, as far as I am aware, is to protect the, the 32 crests that are secretly housed in plain sight somewhere in each of the 32 NFL stadiums, and they are items but of extreme no. power. Let's, let's back up even further back there. Okay, Let's okay, back okay. up even further, because Please. it's dumber than that. It They... There's this enemy called Sudden Death. Oh, Sudden Death. That's right. Get it? Get it? He wants wants the cores for himself. So these little Russia dudes destroy their own planet to break up the core into 32 pieces. And then they all go to Earth. And they go to the United States. They go specifically to the United States and they create... 32 stadiums with 32 football teams to disguise the shards. So the shards are in the stadiums being guarded by the teams. And apparently the teams are like aware of this because all the players and stuff that show up in the show are fully aware of this background nonsense. Yeah. It's all like generational is, is and what I love, I would love it. I, I would love it if a kid who grew up in this show, just like passively thought that this is actually how the football teams are created. And then like when he's an adult, he's like, well, yeah, but when all the teams were created, when the core is separated, no, no, that's, that's the funniest part. Like the most recent team was created in 2002 and like they didn't, (laughs) all the 32 teams that just suddenly pop up all at once. This was a very long time coming and the Texans aren't, they're not even 20 years old yet. So yeah, even maybe even they a, just unearthed a, a new kid core from the rock. Can probably figure this out, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Archaeologists found a new a new piece of the core, and they we've got to make a team. Yeah, out of this. this freaking expansions! Oh my god, it's the. And also, does it explain like team moves? Like, oh, here's here's the Browns core. Oh, we're gonna move it over to Baltimore. Oh, it turns out there was a second Browns core all along. Yeah, how did that? <laughs> yes we need the we need the uh we need the prequels like that backstory kind of stuff we need that damn there's another moment there's another moment in this episode i don't want to pass up though Mm -hmm. is the very beginning of episode two features uh ish running into uh bolt when he's wearing like a trench coat in the in a back alley and then he rips oh his clothes off yep. that's right yep that's a real thing all of the adults in this show are incredibly irresponsible yeah he rips his clothes off and he's basically got boxers on with just lightning bolts on them right he's like hey ish come meet me in the dark corner mm-hmm. like you know i th- i don't I'd rather I, not, I don't actually love it when everybody just like you know you it's it's easy to do like ooh uh, pedophilia jokes or whatever but but, like, this show legitimately has some real creepers and real, like, upsetting decisions that they make. It's, it's true. But, well, like, I mean, and that's what you're saying is, like, again, when you're going, like, the whole Saturday morning TV show route, parents are always going to be fairly absent because what good parent would let their kid go out on this, like, life-risking adventure, blah, 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 blah. You know, that a bit of that is to kind of, I don't know, you... You have to suspend disbelief for some of it, but I, I guess the thing is, is that in the first two episodes of of 
season one at least, Ish is the only kid. He's surrounded by all of these adults. Yeah. Right? There's there's no like the the he hasn't put together any kind of crew. That's it. Right. What have we learned? Like run away from your mom. Yeah. And you know, get <laughs> taken away by some weird strangers in codes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's, you guys remember that it's moment? Really um, weird. You guys remember that moment where he tries to study, and then he he all he see all he can read in the book are the X's and O's, and then he shuts the book with this look of horror on his face <laughs> yes, because they have yes. stolen his ability to read. <laughs> yeah, that was it's wild. that was amazing. So I watched a few more episodes past that because again they're like three minutes long. Mm-hmm. And basically every episode is just oh a blitzbot which are the the bad guys they're the yeah, robots. robots they're the servants sudden of death. sudden death they're called blitzbots they mm-hmm. just kind of show up at a game and then ish fights them off and then roll credits that's it they've defended the the, the core shard or something the in shard the no, yeah. no 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 it's shards in season one in season two it's mega cores. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, come on, man. Get it together. <laughs> I watched the episode with... And they have, like, one NFL actual personality who clearly was just like, hey, come to the recording booth for 10 minutes and just talk incredibly boringly into the microphone and we'll use your voice for this cartoon. So, like, it, I watched season episode five because Eli Manning's in it. And <laughs> it's, it's pathetic, obviously, but... It also brings up this weird same universe question with, like, the first episode we talked about where, like, Ish is getting talked to from the Jumbotron, and it seems like no one else can see it. But in episode five, one of these blitz, uh, like, a whole bunch of Goodyear blimps form into a giant blitz bot and just attack MetLife Stadium where the Giants are playing the Vikings. They're currently playing against the Vikings, yeah? Yeah, like, this is happening on the field and this robot is huge and like the players are all fighting back with like these little mini robots and they're trying to do defense and like um eli throws ish onto the top of the robot's head just like this specifically just like referencing tyree yeah yeah They, they specifically reference the tyree catch he throws ish in like his football robot form onto the top of the robot and then ish like blows up his head and everything and this is all happening we, like this isn't we have to of, back up again we have to back up seeing again this right this is, this is we have to back up again because you just referenced something by the way okay so these episodes are two minutes long yeah so episode five we have watched about 10 minutes of show think about how much they have cram packed in all of this so you start with this guy playing Tech Mobile, yeah? This child playing Tech Mobile. Ten minutes later, he is controlling a football robot who is called the Sub, who both the teams know that is, is it's being controlled remotely by this child, but... Yeah, are all quarterbacks like being controlled by ten-year-old children? Is that what and, the and is anyone confused by the 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 robot the the new quarterback on the field that's always wearing the number one jersey instead of like and looks exactly the, the same in every single the, stadium? It does not make it clear if the audience 
is capable of seeing anything that's happening or not. Because the first yes. episode makes it seem like nobody's aware of it but Ish. And this is almost like a, a sub-dimension, like a like like he's been given like extra powers of sight or something. And then like the episode there's just a robot tearing up the field and all the players are reacting to it. Like, are the, is the audience seeing this? It's well, never heard, made you forget, clear. You forget, called no, 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 the they, police. they talk about that. They talk about this actually. Because um, I must have missed that. No, no, no. They they ex- they explain everything. They say, "Wow, what a great halftime show." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's Rich Eisen, by the way. Rich Rich Eisen. Yes. Yeah, says it's that. actually that's the, okay, so this is something I do want to talk about. Most of the voice acting sucks, but they do get like they get Rich Eisen uh, to do like commentary stuff, and since it's just Rich Eisen doing what Rich Eisen always does, it sounds believable. Um, I want to shout out, and we're going to get to season two. I want to shout out Wild Card and Wild Card's weird. Yes, because I, I think I think season for two for doing a good job. Should, Yes, because it, all right. So basically, every episode of the first season, as as far as I could tell, is the same. Robot shows up, defend it, that kind of thing. I looked up the synopsis for the rest of the episodes, and it it really feels like it's just an episode of a TV show that was stretched into twenty two minute chunks to right. make a series. Basically. It's yeah. and then the last episode is apparently like genuinely long it's for well, it, this it, the season this the season one finale i believe was a made for tv movie which is weird which because... is kind of horrifying to think about i couldn't find it i was looking for it i was able to find most of it on youtube i wasn't able to find that i may go back and watch it just to see it because yeah, this show was not ready for TV. No, no, it was not. This is a not ready for primetime play. You know who disagreed? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon oh my disagreed. god! Okay, so they wait, hold gave... on, hold on. I have to, I have to read this because I found the synopsis of uh, episode twenty-two of season one, Guardians of the Core. The movie begins with the previous twenty-one episodes running from the first episode. <laughs> 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 so the it's literally finale, it no renders everything useless this is the only episode with a running time of more than 5 minutes 30 seconds also this is a television movie oh my oh, god oh, oh. Man, that's embarrassing I didn't realize the rushers it's spelled with a z you with should a z, have like a dunkable chip you should have realized that Dave you should have realized that why did you uh, not realize? That? I don't know. I don't know. Oh God. Uh, so let's let's just do season two because season two uh, is yeah, a different please. beast. It's, season two is a very different. Yeah. There's a, there's an actual budget with season two. They decided mm-hmm. to make it an actual, honest to God, cartoon. It's still yes. heartless committee product, but it's heartless and committee so product with an actual own budget. World building ass that it's like not even watchable. It's, uh, yeah, right. But but the thing is, they it's the same exact conceit as season one. There are thirty two mega cores uh, that are hidden in every stadium, uh, you know, every NFL stadium, and someone's trying to steal all of them. This time, it's a baddie named Wild Card, 
who, who played by Troy Baker. Okay, cool. I didn't uh, voice actor extraordinaire. They actually got voice actors for this mm-hmm. show and uh, for a season. And as Sam mentioned earlier, Wild Card is the only thing that is good. Yeah, Wild Card does a very good job. Drop not even good, too. but acceptable or mildly entertaining. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's actual. There's also the girl Ash. <laughs> Ash, who's the the girl character? Yeah, Ash is all right. Uh, if I remember she's right. also voiced by Nika Futterman, who is like another huge voice actress. Um, she was Olga Pataki in Hey Arnold. Oh hell yeah! Uh, nice. And she was Asajj Ventress in the Clone Wars. Oh. Uh, so she's got she's got some cred. So um, and she, there's actual budget here. Mm-hmm. And right, actual budget. This was an animation team that actually kind of knew what they were doing. Well, at least I, for expedience' sake, because it. Like, the first season is all bad, terrible Flash animation. Flash animation just straight, yeah. awful, 2D, straight Flash garbage. This this season is... it. Everything looks a little bit more streamlined. The characters look like they were actually designed. And yes. there's a lot of 3D shell shading, especially mm-hmm. with the robot enemies. Yeah. And, like, the super suit kind of thing. It's, it's like a weird mix of 3D and 2D. It, it looks fairly legitimate as a cartoon if you do nothing about football and you saw this on tv you'd be like okay that's a cartoon it's right this is like actual artist work done it it very much is in the same animation style tone everything as ben 10 which i think like some some executive at the nfl offices was just like hey my kid really likes this show ben 10 let's make a football about it and then they did. So, like, th- th- <laughs> I, you do have, like, this increased, um, what do you want to call it? Like, budget, right? And people actually, like, working on it, you know, for more than 30 seconds. But you, at the same time, it's still these horrific, like, the rushers are still there. They're still aliens and they're still horrific. Uh you, I haven't seen the game balls in this one though. Oh God, the game balls! Oh, I think they killed those characters off because those were bad. They're horrifying. They're horrifying and have offensive accents. The less we talk about, yeah. Them, the better. Season one had these weird anthropomorphic sports balls that talked with bad accents. Mm-hmm. Each one of mm-hmm. them, uh, and that's pretty much all we need to say about that. because yeah. they're the worst. Yep, they're, they're awful. They're fucking awful. Here is, so, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, basically the second season starts off more or less say like, oh, okay, here's a kid. Um, he's friends with Ash, who's apparently living with his family mm-hmm. for, it, and it's set on Thanksgiving. So they're, mm-hmm. she's living with his family for the summer. They, they live in Canton, Ohio now because yep. NFL moved. Hall of they, Fame. They say that they moved. Like yes, that's they canonical. They moved. So they live in Canton, Ohio. He's got a whole bunch of friends, one of whom is an overly enthusiastic Browns fan. And, they're, God, they're, they try so hard to make the kid be a happy Browns fan. And you're just mm-hmm. laughing the whole time because you know this kid is <laughs> – this is so fake. It, it comes up possibly the most fake thing in the entire episode is how enthusiastic this kid is about how good the Browns are. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, God, this is so pathetic. There's no way – but so she's living with Ish, Ash, Ash and Ish, Ish and Ash, yeah, yeah. live in the same household. 
um, with Ish's parents, and he's trying to keep his sort of like underground identity kind of away from Ash, who knows but doesn't know everything because... Yeah, it's unclear exactly. Like, she knows that sudden death and the cores and the basic stuff, but then he's also trying to gate some of some of the stuff that trying he's still to keep doing, a and yeah. it's not clear And why. there's a portal to a secret layer in the NFL Hall of Fame, which I would like to say, in the show, doesn't look anything like the actual Hall of Fame. It's yeah. kind of hilarious, because that, that would have been a pretty easy advertising moment, and it doesn't look anything like it. But... Then they go down into, like, this weird control center, and that's when all I could see for the next, like, ten minutes was Power Rangers. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was straight Power Rangers. So, creepy pervert trench coat man is down there. And OT. OT. Yeah. Is, is, it turns out OT is RZ? What a... What a I don't... What a huge reveal. Yeah, it's, 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 it's computers. He's a computer. It, it, he, he's an avatar. He, like vanishes with his avatar and he turns into zordon he he's he straight becomes zordon he like a big blue technical wall comes up and then mm-hmm. he's just a head yeah it's zordon it's it's zordon there's no other way to say it it is straight zordon from power rangers mm-hmm. and he he gives ish a watch which is basically like Sam is referencing Ben 10. Again, I'm thinking just straight Power Rangers because it looks like the little belt buckle kind of thing that the Power Rangers got. Mm -hmm. And they kind of enter power-up mode the same way. Instead of, it's morphin' time. Mm -hmm. Instead of, it's morphin' time, Ish goes, enter the rush zone and hits a button. And then he he gets turned into a weird athletic football dude. Yes. It's so bad. It's really bad. Is the th- the thing is it's really bad. I I really I've been holding my tongue on this, but the the thing that pisses me off the most about season 2, every it's like every two and a half minutes a character will come in with some rattling off like NFL facts that nobody cares about. Like yes. Th- there's yeah. there was that scene where I, I shit um Ish's mom is like taking Ash around the Hall of Fame because she works there or something. And yeah. she's like, do you ever hear of, I can't remember who, who she says, but like they spend 15 seconds rattling off like, oh yeah, that guy rushed for 1500 yards in 1982. It was a two-time All-Pro and made like, I don't know, like helped win the AFC Championship game. And also did he had 60 receptions and 30 touched like they it's not just like oh yeah he was the best or oh yeah remember when he broke it's oddly specific stuff they they shoehorn in a lot of references to football which on some level i i knew that was going to happen when you have permission to use the license and you have players like i expected it Mm -hmm. but it's still done so like the first like the very first scene in season two is two security guards walking through a warehouse discussing the Thanksgiving game between the Texans and the Lions. And it's really bad force banter or just like, yeah, yeah the Texans are going to get it. Are you kidding me? No, you must be sleeping. I think the Lions are going to win. It's it's that wooden, terrible dialogue. Like, it's so bad. I'm not exaggerating. You know, you know what I'm thinking, though, about season two is that 
I would much rather watch season one in a heartbeat over season yep, two. Yep, me too. Absolutely, because me too. If if you're comparing, say, if they if they were movies, season one is Troll Two or The Room, and season two is like the direct to video like prequel for the transporter without yeah. uh, without the main character. Yeah, without Jason you know, Statham. like without Jason Statham, you know, I, not that that existed, but it's like it's it's a movie. You know, like it's a show. Yeah. It's like adequate enough to be normal, you know, or to seem more or normal. It's adequate enough to and be so boring. It, Completely yeah, boring. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So and and it just reminds you of all the better shows that you could be yep. watching. Yep. Season 1 is so batshit that like uh, yeah, I could I could watch that whole thing. Because we're, we're dancing around the issue here a little bit, and I, because both the like this show was doomed from the start. Because think of any any good TV show, right? You you have to be able to play with the central element of the TV show and sub, subvert like expectations. And add in surprise and humor and comedy and stakes, right? When you're doing yeah. that, when, okay, so when the NFL is producing a fantastical show about the NFL, you can't, you can't do that. You can't play with these, like, these expectations because the product always has to, like, the end result has to be. Hey, you know what's perfect is football, and not just football, but the NFL. You have to protect the shield. (laughs) The brand is what is the most important thing. Right. So, like, so it's like it's fascist entertainment. It really (laughs) is. It really, really, really is. It really is. (laughs) It's not like I. They could have, and I, I, I get why they didn't because you would have had to pay these people so much more money, but. I mean, what they couldn't put together like a, a, a series where, like, oh, a, like actually, Tom Brady is a superhero, and so are most of the other like just put put together like a, a superhero group called the All Stars, right? And like give them a cute talking dog mascot friend, and that way, like, yeah, they go back to the field, but the central conceit of the show is these people with like football themed superpowers fighting crime across the galaxy and that way you're it was such an insane decision to make the central conceit of this show the rules of football yeah just the like the concept of football as, as this, a game like, alien legacy yeah as like football is a game what if we made a show not about football but about the rules of football <laughs> about protecting football just to exist in in perpetual yeah you know, like, yeah it's not great i there's one other thing that kind of goes into it being fascist television that i just want to mention because it's not outright stated but mm-hmm. it's hinted at um mm-hmm. at the end of the episode where they're all like around the dinner table saying thank you it's it's heavily implied that ish's dad was a troop oh yeah yeah. oh yeah he was overseas yeah he was overseas he's got the haircut um there's your military propaganda little insert right there (laughs) yeah this is this this goes all the way to the top man (laughs) it's kind of sad watching wild card because i actually watched the first two episodes 
of season two. Oh. I accidentally watched um, season the episode episode two first, which was kind of confusing because I'm like, there's a lot that's changed here, and there's no explanation as to why. And then I did that. But the second episode is Ash getting her morphin time watch so she's also yeah. a guardian and yep. then they fight a weird uh spider blitz bot and run by the bad dumb sidekick to wild card called mm-hmm. dropkick mm-hmm. who oh, kind of kind of looks like c3po and yeah, yeah a little bit it, it's it's just kind of like he's starscream yeah That's he's absolutely he starscream he, it's yeah he's starscream but Every time Wildcard is on screen, I'm mildly more okay with myself mm-hmm. because there is yeah, I personality. Also, I also enjoyed the fact that uh, Ish had to use a uh, the shield coin to use the power of Calvin Johnson yeah. to save the day. <laughs> well, what? Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the other thing that I was I was sold a bill of goods here. Right? They they go into this whole thing where they explain like. The, the rush zone power of the Detroit Lions is all about perseverance and struggling through a hard situation, never giving up. And like, and then Calvin Johnson shows up and has some voice lines, and then the, the Lions-themed rushers says, you gotta use the power of Calvin Johnson and the Detroit Lions to, to win. And he just puts the thing in and just has super strength and speed. And I was like, can you not... Like, can you not, like, theme this after something? Or, like, or, I don't know, like, have a, a cool joke about, like, the the Calvin Johnson rule or do anything that's Lions-themed <laughs> other than just punching a robot? They no, he's so just really time. strong because Calvin that's... Johnson is really big and strong. <laughs> he's just really big and strong. That's, yeah, that's the Lions fucking... I don't want to give anything away, but in season two, it's that... But with Demarcus Ware instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> episode two. So creative. Yeah, Demarcus Ware just like kind of shows up towards the end of the episode where they're fighting the spider bot, which shoots like weird green webbing in kind of gross fashion all over everybody. And then Demarcus Ware just comes he... up and tackles it and then gets covered in green webbing himself. It's, Yikes. it's weird. The sheer amount of MacGuffins and like plot points that they stack on top of one another in this show is ridiculous. Well, it may the the amount of like okay, now here's the coin and here's the orbs and here are the the special things and here are the guardians and you're a guardian and these are other different guardians. It really makes uh, sense if you think the, about the rule that this is a show about the rules of football. If if you get that how else are you going to like make the show? Of course, there are there are MacGuffins atop MacGuffins <laughs> atop Guardians, and no one's really sure how all of these threads work together. Right, right. Because season one, he's like in an egg controlling yep. robot parts. Yep. Like, yep. He's like Pacific Pacific Rim, rimming his way. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. yeah. There we go. But, you know, and, and now he's like, now he's in a suit and he's fighting things and it's really getting so far away from just being good at tech mobile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I actually, I, that's, that's yeah. interesting. I never, that's a very obvious through line that I missed that, that Ish is very good at video games. And maybe that's why he was chosen because they knew he was going to pilot this robot 
So being good at video uh, football video games makes him good at piloting the robot. That's the only logical through yeah, line. Yeah, of the whole. But it's, entire it happens show. so fast. Yeah. There's no tie-in to it. There's there's mm-hmm. no setup really. There's no backstory. It's just immediate action. It like some episodes in the first season end so quickly. You're like, wait, what? That was mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's right. just like I-, I mean, it's basically like, hey, you're good at a football game. Come here, come here, come here. We need you. Go, 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 go. Do the thing. You're good at the game. It's so wild. I, 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 here's the thing. I will highly recommend just watching, load up the first season. It's on YouTube. I don't know if it's going to be taken down or not because... I mean, it's... if it's been up this long, I mean, the thing's been off since yeah. 2013 and you can find multiple episodes. You can find a lot of it on NFL.com. I assume it's going to stay season up. Season no one's going to come on... looking for I it. Was you know I was watching um, the stuff on YouTube and like... When I got to, like, episode three, the video had 60 views on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most of the videos had zero comments, zero likes, like, the, 40 views. The, the season two ones are all hosted on NFL, like, it's NFL Rush on YouTube, so those have more. Their own channel, yeah. Yeah, it's their own channel. Um, obviously, season one is not there because, you know, would would you want, would you want that on your hashtag brand maybe if it sells a toy but honestly yeah because of how utterly fast the episodes go i mean the first season is essentially like a half hour movie yeah and and again this is the told the troll 2 of nfl cartoons Mm -hmm. so you know watch it until you can't watch it anymore if your eyes bleed that's just that's gonna if you want a bunch of there's if you just want to hear uh Oh my goodness! Uh, players just come in for like half-second cameos, just like, "Hey, how's it going, Ish? Good to see you." Bye. Yeah. It's full of that. Like, like, let's look at some of the uh, the guest stars that they've got on here. I mean, Eli Manning was in one, obviously. Uh, um, Norv Turner, Sean Payton. Yeah, Mike Sean Tomlin, Payton shows up for like two seconds. Jerry Jones, Shannon oh Sharp. God. Uh, Brian Dawkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Drew Brees, like, they just randomly come in, they show up for one or two lines, and you're like, oh, hey, I can see you getting a paycheck. It's, mm-hmm. there's, there's almost a charm in how pathetic it is. It really is. There, there really, really, really is. And again, like, you, you guys have to remember that this is, like, every single time Ish, ta- they, oh my god, the first time he tackles the blitz bot... When he sees, they intersperse, like, highlight clips before you enter the rush zone, or Ish enters the rush zone. And there's one who's like, how do I, what am I supposed to do to the blitz bot? And the rush is like, tackle it. (laughs) Fucking tackle it, you stupid idiot. And then he, like, goes through and is like, I know how to do that. And you see these little bite-sized clips of, of, you know, NFL players tackling people with the proper heads up tackling mechanic and then every single time ish tackles someone in the show it's like goes for the goes for the waist and you know although he does launch every single time oh I yeah did notice that they're all illegal spearings they are all illegal spearings but uh but you know less prone to concussion well 
let's not even talk about the child labor laws happening uh, or not happening in this show. Oh God, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, is this getting paid you for hire all a ten-year-old child to, you know, keep your whole keep your whole thing afloat? Mm-hmm. That's that's poor decision making, honestly. You know, I was actually just thinking about that. We we talked about how messed up it is to all the teams were invented at the same time, correct? Yeah. On well, this weird alternate universe, they have the Ohio Football Hall of Fame in season two. What does the Hall of Fame look like when all the teams were created at the exact same time? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Is there is is this another like? Maybe that's why the Hall of Fame doesn't look anything like the real Hall of Fame, and we only mm. see the inside of it because. This is a completely alternate reality where all the teams just magically decided to appear at the same moment. And where the Browns are good. And where the Browns are good. And the Texans showed up at the exact same time as the Lions. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, how, how are we feeling? How are we feeling about this show? Um, if you've got literally nothing to do and you want to kill ten minutes... Nah. Watch the first few episodes. Nah, nah. I I give it more credit than that. It's 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 so much of a trip. Like if you're, this is very much like. I I have had three beers and it's like Thursday night at ten p.m. and like. I, I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to, like, g- playing a video game seems like too much work. I don't want to read a book. I don't – just put on that until your brain can't take it anymore and then go to bed. That that I feel like Watch is, this with friends. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, if you absolutely. got some football friends and it's like a halftime and you don't have another game to watch, put on an episode of this and laugh at it. Because you will. You will. It's you absolutely will. so – bad and i don't i'm i'm glad i watched it i will probably not watch it again nope me either (laughs) yeah no no if i was the target demographic if i was a child i'm not well i i didn't like football so i wouldn't have cared but you know i still i still think i would have hated i think i would have been bored by it if i was watching season two and stuff like that when i was a kid i don't think i would have i think I would have been excited at the idea of it and had it on, but quickly stopped paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like watch Gargoyles or Batman instead, you yeah. know, like, yeah, a lot of, there was better stuff out a there. A lot of shows and I'm trying to, or watch I shield 21. If you really need a football show, I shield 21 is on Crunchyroll, and it's not bad. It's cheesy, but you know, all these shows are what, what I would say, what I'll say is that, if we ever if we ever get big enough where we're doing live shows, we would absolutely do a riff tracks for the season one movie. That'd be fun to <laughs> Oh god. That Goals. actually would be yeah. kind of enjoyable. Maybe if we could find it, I, I I'd be game for that. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it's out there for the taking somewhere. Mm. Do some Google get a virus trying to find it on the pirate bay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is still on brand for you. It yeah, is. It's true. Very on brand. Ugh. All right. In short, in summary Watch a couple episodes of the first season when you're drunk and with some friends and mm-hmm. don't expect it to be good. Expect it to be hilariously bad. That is our recap of NFL Rush Zone. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Um, before we go, obviously, we always try and 
to tell everybody like hey what, what you got going on so uh, pimp yourself for a bit here like what how can we follow you all that kind of stuff uh sure yeah um i'm on twitter as at austin abridged um you can also follow us at saturday tuesday uh saturday morning tuesdays uh com. you can uh, follow our podcast um i also have another podcast that's a adventure show called mermaid in manhattan that's like a radio adventure serial nice. um you can just google us and follow that uh and then i've also got a uh, narrative uh interactive novel coming out pretty soon called bog adventure um and uh that's sort of a chooser and adventure style uh, interactive game uh, that uh, should hopefully be ready pretty soon. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got going on. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what have you got going on, even though I hear every week? Yeah, um, I, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzezes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-E-S-E-S. E-S-E-S, and on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Also, uh, check out Myth Takes. It's another podcast I'm on. You can search for it um, and, and stuff. It's it's fun. Dave? I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on pl- Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, on Instagram at Drawplay Dave, on Patreon, and of course on the Drawplay.com updates three times a week. All that good stuff. Been doing it for a while. Um, we're almost through the off season. We're training camps are starting to report. Soon we'll actually have hashtag content to talk about that isn't just depressing players doing bad things and everything sucks. We're almost through the off season. We're almost there. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week, everybody.